Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 50 is called a psalm of Asaph within the prefix. And Asaph was one of three choir directors serving under King David. And so this authorship um, is attributed to him. In this psalm, the Lord summons mankind to listen to instructions concerning righteous living. And so it's a an interesting approach, but essentially the Lord um, calls mankind to attention and then proceeds to explain that he is the judge of the earth and that ultimately our actions and our disobedience will be judged and devotion to him is what um, what really matters in this life. So let's read now Psalm 50, a psalm of Asaph, the mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes, and he will not be silent. A fire devours before him, and around him a tempest rages. He summons the heavens above and the earth, so that he may judge his people. Gather to me this consecrated people, who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens proclaim his righteousness, for he is a God of justice. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I will testify against you, Israel. I am God, your God. I bring no charges against you concerning your sacrifices or concerning your burnt offerings, which are ever before me. I have no need of a bull from your stall or of goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains and the insects in the fields are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all that is in it. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Sacrifice thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High and call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. But to the wicked person, God says, What right have you to recite my laws or take my covenant on your lips? You hate my instruction and cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you join with him. You throw in your lot with adulterers. You use your mouth for evil and harness your tongue to deceit. You sit and testify against your brother and slander your own mother's son. When you did these things and I kept silent, you thought I was exactly like you. But I now arraign you and set my accusations before you. Consider this, you who forgot God, or I will tear you to pieces with no one to rescue you. Those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me, and to the blameless I will show my salvation. And so the Lord summons mankind, and ultimately we find that the summons is to the great judgment. But it begins this way, the mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets, 
From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes, and he will not be silent. A fire devours before him, and around him a tempest rages. He summons the heavens above and the earth so that he may judge his people. And so this um, calling on heaven and calling on earth is really a, a calling on all mankind. And he's calling them so that they can consider their days, or we can consider our days, prior to the real judgment day. And so the Lord calls for an assembly. He says, gather to me this consecrated people who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And so he's calling in this um, context the Jewish people, in a broader context the people of God. And the heavens proclaim his righteousness, for he is a God of justice. And then the Lord speaks directly, listen, my people, and I will speak. I will testify against you, Israel. I am God, your God. And so the psalmist initially was prophesying essentially what the Lord was up to. And here he's prophesying in first person for the Lord. He says, I bring no charges against you concerning your sacrifices or concerning your burnt offerings, which are ever before me. He goes on to say he doesn't need bulls or or goats. But what he's actually looking for is thanksgiving and faithfulness. In verse 14, he says, sacrifice thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High and call on me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you, and you will honor me. And so the Lord is um, interested in our devotion. The, the mechanics of the sacrificial system were good in that they gave a way to show obedience to the Lord. But the flesh of bulls and the blood of bulls and goats was not um, uh, what the Lord required. They contain no efficacy within themselves. Actually, love and devotion is what he's looking for. And so the the way that we honor the Lord is through our our thankfulness and fulfilling our promises to the Lord and living by his his precepts. The actions and and, uh, disobedience of the wicked is then compared to those of the godly. He goes to to talk about the... um, uh, the wicked and says that ultimately they're going to stand in the judgment as well. He uses legal terminology like arraignment. But let's read verse 16. But to the wicked person, God says, What right have you to recite my laws or take my covenant on your lips? You hate my instruction and you cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you join with him, you throw in your lot with adulterers. You use your mouth for evil and harness your tongue to deceit. You sit and testify against your own brother. You slander your mother's son. When you did these things and I kept silent, you thought I was exactly like you. So in other words, silence in this uh, this situation was not the Lord's agreement. It was just the Lord withholding ultimate judgment. But judgment is coming, and we continue to read, But I now arraign you, and I set my accusations before you. Consider this, you who forgot God, or I will tear you to pieces with no one to rescue you. In other words, consider the fact that there's a day coming. Even though you've avoided the Lord's instructions and you have rejected his words, the Lord sees every thief, the Lord sees every adulterer, the Lord sees every evil action, every evil word. And though he seems silent 
for a season in the days of our flesh. There will come a day of judgment when we sit in the arraignment before the Lord and all of the accusations of heaven will be presented against us. The only remedy is the mercy of God and the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his righteousness, we can escape the punishment that's due us, but only through Jesus. The psalmist ends with these words in verse 23. Those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me, and to the blameless I will show my salvation. And so, Lord, we pray that we might be among those who thank you and honor you. And Lord, may we be found blameless on that great day because of our relationship with Jesus. Lord, we accept the free gift of Jesus. We accept his salvation. We accept his righteousness as our own. And Lord, we admit we have none of our own without him. Lord, we pray that you will show us your salvation in due season as we receive it by faith now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.